0: welcome to keeping it real with rory the podcast that tells the story of god taking people's lives from darkness to light everything i went through all that pain that i had gone through
1: just for you no it wasn't for
0: me it was for someone else with your host rory huskin
1: i fought through drug addiction i fought through alcoholism yeah you know i'm in that hospital bed and all i could think about is the things that i haven't Finished or accomplished yet. This is one of those. If this story impacts you, go ahead and share it with one of your friends if you don't mind. We really appreciate that. Also, give us a follow right here
0: wherever you're listening, and check us out on Instagram and Facebook by searching Keeping It Real with Rory. Let's jump in the episode.
1: So this is Keeping It Real with Rory Huskin. Good morning. I am uh, I have a guest today with me. Um, she and I met at the Aglow Ministries in Colorado Springs. I was asked to uh, come up and, uh, you know, give, uh, give a story, you know, talk, my testimony, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, uh, but I met Donna, and uh, I think there was kind of a, 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 a kinship, so I recognized something in Donna that, uh, that was in myself, and uh, I, I, uh, I made a mental note to make sure that I asked her to come and speak and, and uh, talk with me on the show at some point. Her name is Donna Knight. And um, she had been with the Aglow Colorado Springs, um, I think. Now
0: it was two years for two years. Wow!
1: And so now, Donnie, you're uh, you are um, actually being uh, you're going to run the Aglow Ministries in in Aurora.
0: Right. I've been led to open an Aglow in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah,
1: we're excited about that. Me too. Yeah, Yeah. and then she asked me to come speak. I'm like, heck
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm uh, I'm excited. So yeah, but I'm excited for the Glow Ministries. I had never been, uh, you know, of course the the women's Glow, uh-huh. right? So I'd never been part of that, and. uh I was uh, I I was blessed to be able to come and 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 speak that day. So anyway,
0: a lot of people say it's a women's aglow, but I don't want a women's aglow. I want an aglow, a for glow. a lighthouse for the world. Anybody, male or female.
1: See, and I've been saying women's aglow, right? That's yeah. because
0: it started with women. I it see. started with uh, like <clears throat> six women got together and began this almost fifty a long time ago. And now we're in 190 countries, but we take men, too. Y'all yeah, come
1: over. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, so Donna, what we talk about here is, uh, you know, of course, we, uh, we talk about the, the Lord, Jesus. Um, I know him. And yeah, wonderful, thank God. Yeah. Wonderful God. If, if you and I didn't know him, you know, I can't imagine where we would be
0: um, if I let my imagination go, I'd probably be stinking and rotten in my grave by now. So because, would I, Donna. Um, of the things that I did in life, mm-hmm. you know, if it mm-hmm. had not been for God on my side.
1: You know, when I tell people today, today, mm-hmm. um, if I didn't know Jesus, to, look, I, I, I know that I have a relapse in me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I have a recovery. Mm. And I'm not willing to test that.
0: I understand that. I mm-hmm. understand that because you've already had the recovery. Why go oh, back and pick goodness. up and go back into that? You room? know
1: what? In the in the Bible, I think it 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 says it's like a dog that returns to its own it's just, vomit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. well, I'm not into lapping vomit. So <laughs> <laughs> been there, done that. You know, I've been. Yeah, yeah. We've been in that world before. Yeah. We know what that's yes, like. And so, yeah. no, I'm not trying to go back. And yes, we all have this this recovery or that we've had, mm-hmm. but we do have the lapse. That's always, no waiting. you know, I find it when I smoked cigarettes, I, sometimes now my husband still smokes. And so I'll go past a pack and I'll look at it and that longing th- and I haven't smoked in years, but that feeling is still there. That's the same thing goes for anything that you've done, drinking, drugging, cigarette smoking. You always have that thing. But the always, what I like about it is that then I hear in the back of my mind, Girl, you know we don't do that. That ain't anymore. you anymore. Come on now, it's not you. You've who been I resurrected. Look. I've been resurrected. Yeah, yeah. That recovery is in me now, yeah. and so I can fight that enemy.
1: So Donna, here what I like to do is take it back to you know, um, you know that we always we all have a start, um, and, and there's always some catalyst that made us start walking down the path that we that we that we chose, mm-hmm. and um, you know what was that for you?
0: Well, it was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from a molested background. So I when I was a young girl, my I was in karate, and my karate teacher was a, pol- a pedophile. He was I a see. molester. And at that point, I didn't know what being molested was. Mm. I just knew that I was being touched in places that I was not comfortable being touched in. And then I didn't have enough to say something because I didn't know that was something that we said. You know, in my family, right. we kept things. If it was happened in the house or if it happened in the family, you kept it in the family. Hush, hush. Right. You and know, so brushing under the rug. Yeah. I was molested then, and that was up until about the age of eight. And then we came back from Germany. We were in Germany then. We came back to the United States, and I came into the position of being under my grandparents. And um, my grandfather was a pedophile. Really? And hmm. he's not my real grandfather. He I, I found out that he was just the man married to my mother at that time. But then he was a pedophile, and it's almost like you have a scent on you because pedophiles find ways to get at children who have been molested. You know what they
1: say? They say a familiar spirits, Mm -hmm. too, you know, so, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So between that and then as I grew up, uh, I became very promiscuous. Mm -hmm. I was very Mm -hmm. promiscuous in high school, and that's also where I met the man who became my keeper, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. I was a mistress for about six years, and in that time I found um, drugs because the best way to get somebody – is to mess them up when they're young and then keep feeding them things that you think are going to be good. And Mm -hmm. that's what I thought I was getting with the man that I was now going to be with, that I was with. And I was with him for about six years. And he opened up the cocaine to me. Mm -hmm. Marijuana was kind of always in the background somewhere. But cocaine and alcoholism, those things became the the things in my life, in my path.
1: So I'm sure that there was some self-loathing Oh, a lot. Uh, yeah. A
0: lot. You don't become promiscuous. Mm-hmm. You don't come laying down and doing all these things and accepting of things if you're mm-hmm. not feeling low somewhere in your spirit. And I didn't know I was feeling low because I came from a mother, again, who taught you love yourself before you love someone else. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to love myself. Right. So um, that I was... Th- I
1: think that a lot of us fall short on that. We do. You know, my, my dad was an alcoholic. You know, he was never around. I was the oldest. Mm-hmm. I probably looked a little like my dad i don 't know because she you know would always point that out you 're just like your dad, and you know so then then she took it out on me right mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm.
0: and see i come but when you look at my background, my parents were both together, mm-hmm. stayed together for fifty five years. Wow. You would think that because I came up in a home that was together and everybody was in it, and we were in position that these kind of things would not happen to you. But it doesn't make a difference what home you come from. It doesn't make a difference when there's a call on your life and the enemy is searching you out. He's coming for you. He is, isn't he? It doesn't make a difference Uh, where you're at.
1: You know, and so I say that so often, Donna, is like I I don't know how the enemy sees the anointing, but but between me and you, uh, the places that we've been and the drugs that we've done and Mm -hmm. the people that we've been with, Mm -hmm. are, are, are those drug addicts dumb people?
0: No, I don't call anybody a dumb person. No, well, I, well, you know what I mean. Honest.
1: No, are they? No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, uh, in my travels and my my addictions, I I met some 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 gifted people, mm-hmm. people that I doctors and 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 lawyers and um, you know, presidents of big corporations and all. This, they've lost everything, but 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 they're not. I, and I don't mean dumb people. I, I mean they're they're not they're intelligent people. I and and they they have giftings on their lives and they have callings on their lives. Okay. And I don't know how the enemy sees that, but somehow he sees that anointing, and that's who he attacks. I don't think that uh, that look.
0: You can see potential. Yeah. Uh, You can see potential as the enemy sees potential. And so he's trying to stop that because knowing if you go into the right place, if you go into the field that you're called to go into, then you're going to touch somebody's life. You're going to not say, well, you're not going to say that I went through all this hell that I went through. You're going to say, I've been blessed and I've given, and the enemy doesn't want us to come up in praise. If you're doing good, if you're standing good, if you're holding on, then we've got to praise. And he doesn't want that.
1: See, but, but... But he doesn't know and and, he, and you'd think that the enemy had learned by now that any weapon formed against us you know will not prosper, and that normally that God uses that weapon formed against us to to defeat Good. the enemy mm-hmm. the gu- the guillotine for uh um I, I can't remember who it was but uh but you know uh the the sword Goliath's sword David used that sword to cut off Goli- uh, uh, um Goliath's head. Mm-hmm. So you know that 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 sword fashion that weapon fashioned against David and israelites was was used to to defeat him, so you know it's it's a uh, you know it's so a friend of mine here recently told me it's an anointing that we get mm-hmm. you know that that we've been through the the, the drug thing so um, i I'm, I'm sorry that you had to go through that stuff, but you know when people tell me that, and I know I know what you're going to say you know it's you're probably So look, I I tell people, if I'd have missed a step in my life, Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for everything that I had to go through, because Mm -hmm. if I'd have missed something, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Right. So my life was orchestrated, no matter how bad it was, Mm -hmm. no matter how bad things got,
0: Mm -hmm. It was grateful. Right. And that's what I am. I'm truly grateful. At one point I used to regret where I was. At one point I used to be ashamed. But God says there's no shame in my game. If I had not taken you through, if I had not brought you through that trash, how would you have come out? How would you be strong? How would you stand? So that's why you had to go through. That's why I had Mm -hmm. to go through. And the thing was, is not staying in that mess, not staying broken. It was the mind changing piece, the transitioning, the transformation of the mind.
1: One of the biggest things uh, that, that, that I think in anybody's mind, in any drug addict's mind, look, I go and speak into prisons, and it's no secret, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I was there for four, uh, f- over four years. And uh, w- what I tell people that if there's two kinds of people that come out of prison, there's grateful and resentful. Mm-hmm. And if you're still resentful, chances are this is your future. Mm-hmm. You better get a grateful list, and I don't care what that looks like. I'm grateful for the meals that I eat. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I have a place to sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I'm getting out someday. I don't care what that is. I'm grateful that the sun came up today.
0: Right. But you you
1: better get a grateful list.
0: You have to find that. People who have nothing behind them, no kind of um, formation, foundation behind them, can't see grateful. They can't see. Oh, this is this is good for me. Um, if they hadn't taken me off the streets, where would I be? If you hadn't put me in this position, where would I be? We because, don't see that.
1: You know, it's a mind change, do not it? Uh-huh. They they have to they have to realize that I'm no longer a victim. Here's what victim here, and and I think it's, it's it even goes deeper than that. It's a victim stance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like I I've made a choice to be this person because I'm getting something out of being a victim. Uh-huh. You know, it gives me a sort of power. Um, You know, people get something out of what they do or they wouldn't do
0: it. Mm -hmm. But it's the wrong things that we get. You're right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So, victimized, then you get attention as a victim. So so
1: here, for me and you, Mm -hmm. um, uh, victim, being a victim, poor me. No, no. Poor me. Mm -mm. Pour me a drink. Please. Pour me a line. <laughs> pour me poor, a hip. That's what
0: those things were for. Yes, that's ma'am. That's where the poor comes from. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so. But so. now we're into pour into me. Mm-hmm. Pour into me life. Mm-hmm. Pour into me mm-hmm. love. Pour into me peace. Come on. Mm, so, mm-hmm. I, I where I was poor, now I'm not. I'm rich in <laughs> always and those things that used to be are not. So, yeah. I, I prefer this pouring.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so how did you? How did you get clean? Uh, how did you?
0: So getting clean took a while. I was into my forties before I got into drugs into my when I in my teen years into when I. So, so uh, hold
1: up, hold up. Yes. So so you mean that you had to go around that mountain?
0: I went around it. I encompassed it. So
1: so you went around at forty sometimes too? Went,
0: oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but it took some time. It took a. Want <laughs> to.
1: Haven't you ever looked at the children of Israel and go forty years? What a bunch of dummies.
0: That's what you would think. <laughs> but I went around. I would mountain. never do that. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm thinking about that one day, and I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't stop till you were 41.
0: hmm Look, so how long did you <laughs> encompass that that mountain and uh, yeah. the thought, I don't want to be here? How many times did that cross your mind? Hey, you, don't, know? you know
1: how many times I heard, one more time around the mountain, son? <laughs> you know, because I go to try to go around things. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go through things. I didn't want to feel the pain. I didn't want to have to feel. I didn't want to have to talk. Mm-hmm i i didn't want I didn't want to see the stuff that i that I was causing and that I was doing in my life mm-hmm. i i just i didn't want to feel so i would go around again and so and, I didn't and wanna... the minute that i went to 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 turn to go around, I'd hear one more time around the mountain son.
0: Mm. and you accepted it instead of saying i don't want to go anymore. Yeah. 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 That's how it is. One more time, one more line, one more uh drink, one more body in the bed, one mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. One more time and that mm-hmm. just starts that cycle again. Mm-hmm. And cuz you want to clean up again, you want to get clean, so instead of um a shower can't do it, no. you know, and then you find that the the drugs can't do it because no. now you feel sick and dirty and you know.
1: You know, I was driving around one day and and I'd been gone from home for months, several months. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> you know I'm driving around I knew who God was I'm talking to God you know and and, and it's funny because you know I had I had drugs and I couldn't get high mm. and I start laughing and I'm like you took even the high away from me it wasn't fun anymore mm-hmm. I I couldn't even get high I was just going through the motions mm-hmm. and uh I began to, get, to cry, and I told God that I I want to come home, and I don't know how. And thirty minutes later, an hour later, I, I don't remember, but but I was being pulled over by the cops, and and they put the me. How, down. Okay. I, I'm sitting in the back of the cop car with with cuffs on, laughing, going, "Well, this is how you're going to get me home," <laughs> uh-huh. <That's laughs> you it. know. But but you know that wasn't the end of my 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 running around the mountain either. So mm-hmm. go ahead, Donna.
0: For me, though, when I got ready, when I was t- coming to sober uh, sobriety, I wasn't coming on my own. I wanted to. I had thought about it, sat in the in the floor with my girlfriends getting high, talking about God while we were yeah, getting Yeah, i have done that. But I wasn't knowing that I was ready to go. I, a girlfriend of mine, I had started working for a big company in Colorado, and a girlfriend of mine who has since passed, God rest her soul, she came to me one day and she said, come with me. And she took me to a prayer group. And, and, and still, it didn't bother me, you know, to be because I had my drugs. I'd go on my break and go in the <laughs> bathroom and hit my stuff and then go and do what I had to do. But she called me into this prayer group one time. And that was the beginning of God's real tug on me. Not that, that tapping on my shoulder that I had been feeling. It was about to be some changes. I went to this prayer group and then she invited me to church. Hadn't been to church in 17 years. Was it something
1: you heard that day? Was it just?
0: No, actually it wasn't. I went back to church three more times before I actually got what I needed. I had been high, I left the church. i go back and get high. Get high and then get into this thing where you don't want to go and you don't want to be. So I go to church this last time. My first lady is actually offering, and I'm now with that same church. 17 years later, well, I'm with the House of Hope. Uh, but the first lady of the church was having a retreat, the very first church retreat that they were having. And I was sitting in the back waiting on church to get out so I could go get high. And I kept hearing her say, if you want to go on this retreat, come on. You know, you want to change. You want some things in your life. I heard those words, but my, in me, I said, well, I could get away for three days because she was offering a free retreat. Three days, I could go Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. Don't nobody bother me. Take my drugs. Y'all do y'all God thing. Do what you want on that mountaintop. I took my box. I packed my bags. I gave her a check that I knew would bounce because I didn't, I wasn't planning on doing anything. And I went on this retreat. Friday night, I went into the room where they were all praying and doing what they were doing. And I was actually going to give them my excuse for going out, not coming back. And um, the Lord touched my spirit right then. And I did not leave the room. I didn't leave the room for three days. I didn't leave the room. And um, he told me then that I'm changing you. You won't go back the same. Because I had heard about mountaintop experiences. I had heard about how God can come into your life and change it in the midst of everything. I didn't know he could do it in my life. So here I am with my Pandora's box up on a mountaintop, and I never went back to my room. I never went back to that hmm. box until it was time to pack up. My life was changed. I was slain in the spirit. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I, was, I felt the newness. I, got, I received the newness wow. on that mountaintop. When I came back down, that was like August the 12th, I think it was. When I came back down, I took my box with me, and I went straight to the church. I went straight to the pastor who I have right now, And um, I said, look, you got to pray for me because I don't want to take this home with me. I don't want to take this mountaintop. I don't want to walk around this mountain. Not one more time. I don't want to do this. I saw in my spirit that I was going to be dead and that my mom would be at my funeral. And that was another part. I didn't want to die. I didn't want to die like that. I have so much to give. I knew that. But God showed me my own death well and allowed me to see my mother crying over my over my casket i saw my name in the paper that i was gone and it was all because of this and so i, I changed
1: it i heard my mother praying in the spirit uh-huh. i heard her it was like she was right next to me uh-huh. and i heard a plot that day i heard i heard the demons talking i heard them like we've been there, right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you hear into the spiritual realm. Right, I mean, that, right. that's the big thing. We, we want to trip into the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And I heard the plot to take my life. Mm-hmm. And I heard my mother praying for me. The, 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 it, it was, yeah, yeah. So I've been there.
0: Uh-huh. That's the most wonderful thing. When I came down and I gave my pastor the box and he prayed over me, I never picked Pandora back up. I never took her. I didn't take her out of the church. I left her there with my pastor. Told him, if you don't have to open this, but this is, this is my hell and I'm giving it away. Cause God says, if I let go, then he'll come in and fill me up. And I knew I knew I needed to be filled up. I knew I needed and wanted to be changed. I no longer wanted to be this promiscuous, lying, cheating, whoremonger of a person. This I, know, I didn't want that. I never wanted that. I don't even know how I even got into all of what I had gotten into. But God, and when he did, I have not turned back. Now, there were times when I was in a place where um, I wanted it. You know, even when I went to visit my old friends, I had to get rid of a lot of them. But I had some old friends, and they were doing it. And I knew I was changed when they did it. And I said, hey, y'all, I got to go. <laughs> you know, I knew it was not mine no, anymore. So, so
1: you got to change your, your, your playmates, mm-hmm. playgrounds, and mm-hmm. playthings. And yeah. those things,
0: you need to let them go. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to let them go. And that cigarette thing, Donna? <laughs> <it>? hmm
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I still, it's been 20 years, mm-hmm. been over 20 years. And I, I, I walk by somebody smoking a cigarette sometimes, and I think, man, that smells good. Mm-hmm. Wonder I wonder if it
0: still tastes the same.
1: I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> or I watch a, a commercial on TV, you know, during a sports event or something, and they're like, you know, your cold cougars. Uh-huh. And I think, wow, that would taste good right now. And I'm like, shut up. I, ne- <laughs> I never liked the taste of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I drink for effect, not for taste. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I drank to get drunk. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And
0: see, alcohol for me was to level off the cocaine because <laughs> I got high and then yeah. I need to level it off because I got to go to work the yeah. next day, you know. And so I'd try and come down and I'd use the others to come down yeah. and try and level it. It was a vicious cycle. You get high, you come down, you go up, you go
1: down. So I, I just want to say... Um, you know, I, I, I don't know how it feels to be somebody like you. That um, You know, it's I, I'm one of those people that are the hard head. You know, I, I have a hard head. You know, I had so many chances in my life that, that I could have done what you did. So many times where God called me to an altar, so many times that I heard God speaking to me. And so many, I was the kid with the white knuckles in the altar. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not going. It and, wasn't uh, until
0: your time. Yeah. It was my time then. I had tried to come out before.
1: But I, I was a you know, I went to I don't know how many rehabs I went to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many how many times I went to CDU Parkview um, Chemical Dependency Unit. Mm-hmm. Three times I think they wouldn't even commence me the last time until I did thirty meetings in thirty days. Well, the overachiever I am, I thought huh, that's what you want. I went out and got him ninety meetings in thirty days, so <laughs> there wasn't a place on that paper that wasn't a signature. Mm-hmm. It was ratty and ragged, and I handed it to him so and and you would have thought that something like that would have changed me, and it didn't so um my my
0: it doesn't change my my like
1: trip that. had to be prison it, i i still I still admire people.
0: Did it outside of the, the prison system? The, did it,
1: you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, did it outside of the the rehabs. Mm-hmm. Did it? My my wife is one of those people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she uh, she just gave it up one day. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll tell you. And then she she and I got well, it's a, another story. But but we got remarried, and she still smoked cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And I caught one of my daughters smoking cigarettes, and I kind of you know. Wasn't happy about it, mm-hmm. and I said, well, "Well, what do you think?" And she goes, "I can't say anything that would make me a hypocrite." And mm-hmm. I said, "Then you know what you need to do now. <laughs> like, like who am I? You know." Mm-hmm. And she went to church that Sunday. It was Easter, and she left cigarettes at the altar, mm. and she never smoked another cigarette. Wow, that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done it. They had to put me in prison to get rid of the cigarettes, to get rid of the attitude, to get rid of the, the, the drugs and the alcohol?
0: Well, th- <clears throat> for me, it takes it, – well, of course, I went through a few. Like when I got ready to quit cigarettes, I decided to fast them away. <laughs> right. Because okay, now I'm off of cocaine, so right, right. now the cigarettes have got to go. You know, the alcohol left kind of as soon as the cocaine went. The alcohol kind of backed down. I didn't, I didn't drink for any um, – High kind of thing. So I just, you know, I enjoyed a glass here and there. My drink was Remy Martin. And so um, I, I enjoyed those things, but I, that left, that left. But cigarettes, I ended up having to fast cigarettes and it took me almost two years to get rid of them. I fasted and then I'd come back and smoke and then I'd fast for a couple of weeks and I'd come back and smoke. So, and so then, you know,
1: it's just a funny thing, but <clears throat> the, the, the thing that I'm most grateful for mm-hmm. is that I never smoked cigarettes again, either. I I I I don't know. I I smoked for thirty one years before I got incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Thirty one years. I remember that I'd, I I was in prison for two years, and I I came out of the mess hall one day and reached
0: in your pocket thinking for a cigarette. For a cigarette. Kind of to, I two years, mm-hmm.
1: and I thought, wow, how powerful are, are, are cigarettes? How how powerful is, is? I would wake up in the middle of the night in prison. Mm-hmm having a nightmare about using, reaching to grab my pants to go get more.
0: Uh
1: I'm in prison. Uh I'm thinking, wow, how powerful is that? You know It I, is.
0: It's very powerful. I, I, the the draw that it has on you. You would not think when you first smoked, oh, I'll just have this one. Yeah. That was the whole thing. That's how it's always been. I'll take this one hit. <clears throat> I'm just doing this with my friends. I don't smoke crack cocaine. I don't do those. Here you, yeah, you got
1: to inhale it like this. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah,
0: no. And then all of a sudden, here I am trying to find out who's got the next, who's where we got it, who's got the <laughs> dollars on it, can we get it, what's going on, who do I have to come see or to get these things, you know it was it was just like that everything it was drawn but um the relief the the getting away from yeah. it, that's the celebration you know i i talk about the addiction i talk about the promiscuity i talk about having a life of um Lesbianism and things like that, because I went all kinds of ways, having been molested you don 't know where you want to go, where you want to lay down, where you want to end up, and God took me through all these things, but he made sure I knew that it wasn 't for me, like when I was in the living with a woman and living outside of the will of God, i could, did not feel right. I was just something i didn 't know it was God then, but it was something within me. I know now it was the Holy Ghost that was trying to break way out of the the cap I had placed on it by pl- by putting myself in different places. So I I when it came time though, God told me that wasn't mine. I couldn't be with a person like that anyway because I can't take you in public. I can't take you to my mama. I could those are always those things were always there. That's God in the background. Sure it is. It <clears throat> is. And I didn't yeah, know. if you wouldn't then.
1: do it with Jesus standing in the room, I mean Right. Yeah.
0: That's how you should be now. Yeah. If you realize that if you're doing something it's with God, then you don't do those things, you know. So
1: So the most important part about any testimony Mm -hmm. is the redemption story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that, um, look, there's a lot of people that quit drinking or something. Drinking and everything. And they're miserable. Mm -hmm. And I think, why are you, I mean, why did you even stop if you're so miserable? Because they uh, didn't
0: know about picking up the joy of the Lord. Yeah. When your happiness is based in the, cigarettes and in the mm-hmm. feelings and in the emotional task, then you don't know about the joy of the Lord, which comes even if I'm not happy, mm-hmm. even in the midst of my pains, even in the midst of my grief, I have joy and it's a strength that I draw from. That's what we use. That's why you don't smoke. That's why you don't drink because the joy of the Lord, if I know it would, it would make him, he would be displeased. So his joy would leave me and I can't let that go. I'm, I would rather hold on to him. I'd rather have Jesus.
1: Uh, me too. And, and, and I think that um, there's no compromise. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to compromise with cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else I would compromise with. If I let myself smoke a cigarette, where would I go? Where would you go? Mm-hmm. So One
0: thing always leads to another.
1: And, so. and uh, in my Look, I've been blessed coming in, blessed mm-hmm. going out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want a chance losing
0: the blessing, any of that, right?
1: You know, I, I, I have this peace in my heart.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I, 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 wake up every day. You know, I, I I'm grateful for. where I'm at. I, I don't want to lose any of that. So. I think
0: that's what people are missing. That's I why get they to, can't I hold I get to meet on. people
1: like you. Oh. I I I get to do these things, you know. That's my redemption story. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, there's more, but I, I want to hear yours.
0: Well, see, for me, my redemption story is a transparency ministry called Take a Break with Jesus. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, eight thirty <coughs> in the mornings, uh, about fifteen twenty minutes, however God uh, leads us, Um, I come forth and I do a transparency. Whatever it is that He's talking to me about, from the I went through grief. I went through the the passing of my father, my sister. I've talked about drugs. I've talked about lesbianism. I've talked all of these things because God told me that I went through them so I could help someone else. See, it is the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and He shows Revelation 12, that. Revelation twelve eleven. He shows us that that mm-hmm. it is not just what I went through, but it's also the blood that has been poured out for me.
1: Donna, that's one of my favorite uh, scriptures. Mm. Revelation twelve eleven. Mm-hmm. We ever we overcame by the blood of the Lamb, mm-hmm. the word in our testimony, mm-hmm. and that we did not love our lives unto death. So. Right. We're transparent, and we lay that out for Mm -hmm. others to see. Mm -hmm.
0: And that's what I use. I use it every day. I mean, there are days when I get up, and I am kind of upset, you know, because (laughs) it's been a year, it it hasn't been but a year and two months now since my sister passed away. That was one of the hardest things for me. And I'm even going to be honest with you, not having been a smoker when my sister passed away, I took one of his cigarettes, I hit it one time, I had to throw that thing out because I don't smoke. And that's what the Lord told me. That's just the devil trying to get you back in you get you back into this place. Now here's something. You've got a parent that died of lung cancer. You've got a sister with C O P D who has just passed away. Why would you pick up a cigarette? <laughs> because the devil wants you to. Because sure he doesn't he does. want your testimony to come out. And if he can crush your lungs in that thing, mm-hmm. he'll do that.
1: So I, I had COVID two years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I can tell you without a doubt in my mind that if I had uh, let myself smoke a cigarette, I would not have survived that, survived that COVID. The, right, Mm-mm. right. I, uh, I'd been dead. That's mm-hmm. how I feel no about, doubt it. about it. I
0: think he was trying to come back in and take my lungs look, over. Look,
1: I'm going to tell you right now that my I just went through a pulmonary specialist and all the stuff I put in my body and all the stuff I did to myself he said, "You're you're a bill of health. There's Look nothing at God. wrong with you.
0: Look at God, mm-hmm. and of all the things, he no renewed. cirrhosis.
1: He renewed my my lungs. Only yeah. God
0: can do that. Mm-hmm. All the alcohol, no cirrhosis. Mm-hmm. All the smoking, no lung issues. All of those things. But that's why the devil is always trying to get you back. He's always trying to put something in front of your face and make you take that thing. He's always <laughs> put that taste out there for you so that you will go that Swo- way. It's sort
1: one of the things that used to upset me is uh, and." and and i don't know it, mm-hmm. it i think it was just the road that i had to take but um <clears throat> so they never told me when i turned my life over to god like like i was in church went down to the altar mm-hmm. and said all right god i you know i give this up and i turn my life over and 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 i'm done and you know so me walking away from that altar that day i had these little rose colored glasses on
0: uh huh Everything's, everything's fine and you don't have gonna to Everything's going to be through. good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to worry about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever told me, hey, Rory, <clears throat> see, you've been serving this this devil for all these years.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't think he's going away quietly. And, you?
1: you you know, you served him really well. And, yeah, you think he's going to just let you go? <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. you think he's just going to say, oh, well, all right, Rory, have a nice life? It's, no, 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 no. He's coming. He's coming for you, and he's sending his Why best. Hard? And by the way, he knows you better than you know no, you. Right, right. And I'm going to tell you that that, uh, that I got attacked. Look, I think it's my job, and it's probably your job, to help people mm-hmm. and, and tell them that story. Look, you're going to come against
0: some, gonna come some against, problems. Right.
1: It's not going to be easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You've changed, you've changed, you know. You,
0: you've changed teams. Yeah. You, you, you've, you've, t- you've gone to the <clears throat> other side. And the devil is not happy about Uh it. He is downright mad. But you know
1: what? In the end, he loses anyway. He already lost. Come on.
0: But we forget the end of the story. That's Mm -hmm. what makes it hard for us to walk through the fighting times or the battles that we have to go through. Because we forget that he's a loser. He's a loser with a capital L. He doesn't get life. He doesn't get love. He doesn't get any of the things that we have. And, And he's mad about it. And because he's mad about it, he's coming after
1: us. And then here's one of the one of the tactics that he used to use. So I'm sitting in prison for the first two years and I'm feeling sorry for myself, uh-huh. being a victim. So, uh-huh. you know, in, in prison, there's not a lot of drugs and cigarettes and stuff like that. Oh, you know, no. they're kind of yeah. <laughs> And so, but I had nutty bars, and I had, uh, you know, zebra cakes, and... Uh,
0: so now you're getting hooked on some other
1: things. You bet I was. Poor me, poor me a, di- a ding-dong, poor mm-hmm. me a Twinkie, mm-hmm. poor me a zebra cake, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably was a little overweight, and I didn't care, and I was, poor me, and my, my silly tried to get me to go work out, and i tell him to leave me alone, mm-hmm. and, and... uh <clears throat> All I heard in my in my mind is is you could, God could never use you, mm-hmm. you could never be any use to the kingdom.
0: That's an ongoing. God doesn't statement. really love you. Mm-hmm.
1: God could never use you, and, I, and and then what's worse is I'm agreeing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know.
0: But that's because you know where you've been. You know how dirty you are. Why would a God like him use you? But that's the kind of, he says, I didn't come for the good. Yeah. I didn't come for the saints. I came for the sick, the broken. That's who we are. I sat
1: there and read, read the Bible one day, and I was reading <laughs> reading the scripture. And I don't know why I was reading the Bible that day, and I don't even know why. And I thought, you know what, God? You gave me all these words. You told me we were going to go places. You said that, I, you know, that you were going to, make me a wealthy person and you said that you were going to do these things and 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 you gave those to me way before i came here to prison mm-hmm. so I, I i'm pretty sure that you're in control of everything and and i don't think that you woke up this morning going rory is where in prison how did <laughs> that happen him off
0: the list yeah
1: <laughs> i said i i I'll bet that you gave me those words knowing that i'd be here today mm-hmm. thinking about all the crap that the enemy's been speaking to me all those years, mm-hmm. and what's worse, God, is I've been agreeing with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm done. Mm-hmm. I picked my Bible up and I slammed it on the desk, and I said, "God, I, I choose Your Word from here on out, and, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to believe in in those words." And I kept. I started the speaking lies. the word. I kept. I, I got the scripture. It said, "God, you're going to." Uh, it said, "God, God's going to going to take my heart." And he's going to give me a new heart. And he said, and by the way, I'm going to give you my heart of mm-hmm. flesh and mm-hmm. take your heart of stone. And I said, God, you told me that you would give me a new heart.
0: Transplant. You done.
1: said that you would give me your heart mm-hmm. and that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to tell you, um, Donna, I walked out of prison a new man. So
0: That's a wonderful yeah. thing. That's a wonderful thing. Um, for I, I heard him say, I've got things for you. Before I began this walk, some 20 years ago i remember hearing the word grape and i always wondered what that is that's my business name it's going it's grape god reigns in peace everlasting and <laughs> i heard it way before i put it into action so it took some almost 30 more years before I would come to this place where I'm using those words that I heard in my spirit. But this is just to say, look how long ago God was dealing with you. He still was going to move some things. He was still going to fulfill that promise. He's still going to open those doors, even though I couldn't see it then because I was blinded by the light or the lighter or whatever was in my face. I couldn't see it then, but God said he's going to do some things. That's what I'm standing on now. So now I am walking in a new place. That's where we're at, new place, new new ideas. We've got new life. We've got new paths. we got new things. Now we go and do it because that's what we've been called to do. Amen. Get up. Get up. Get up. Amen. You were down long enough. Get up. You were under the influence long enough. Get up. You were broken long enough. Get up. Oh, poor me, long enough. Get up. The <laughs> word says get up. Yep. That's what he did when he called me instead of Lazarus, Donna. You know, come up out of that death. Come forth, place. Donna. Come forth, and mm-hmm. that's what he did. And for me, I wasn't just because I did it at the the place on the at the the church. He had dealt with me in the hallway of my house. You know, I fell to my knees first in my house, asking God to come into my heart. Oh, I you know? mm-hmm. And I remember still getting up from there, and then I went back to the dope man. Yeah, you know, so. Uh, but God has always been in there. He's always been bringing us out. He's always been leading us. He's Don't you
1: look back though, Donnie. Even even in the even, even in the worst and the best that it was just orchestrated perfectly.
0: It was. How would you have left where you were? I would have never left East St. Louis had not five (laughs) men raped me, put a gun to my head, took what I had, and then for God's only glory, he let me out of that room because I had a gun to my head. They could have left me dead in that mess, but God let me out. I would have never left that place. I would have never left. So, yes, it was orchestrated. Yes, I had to have that. I had to have that kick in the butt. You're not going to leave if you don't. You're not. You're gonna die in this place if you don't. And then still, I didn't straighten up all the way. I moved to Colorado. I still <laughs> had twenty more years of things that I needed to do, outside of the wheel. But in that time, he groomed me. He grew me. He pulled off some things. He changed some things. Yeah, it was ugly. The walk wasn't easy. The hurt was for real. The things that I put myself in through and did, I should be dead from. And I'm talking not just from COVID or the kidneys or the liver, but even HIV, the things that you did in life. But this is where God is so good to us. Right. He had a calling on us. And that's what the enemy didn't want us to get to. No. What he saw God doing over us. You know, if you take your hands off of them, I'll get them. If you just take your hands off of them, I'll get them. But God said, you can go on and do that. I still know that they're going to come to me. And that's what we did. That and that's crazy? what he did for us. And that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing that in the midst, when I was out there, when I was doing all this and had my back turned so far behind, looking around, you can't see me, God. Here's a crack pipe. You can't see me, God. Uh, body in the bed. You can't see me, God. Still, and you can't see. But he did. And no matter what, it didn't take his love. Mm-mm. It didn't take his want for me. He never said, "You're so messy. I don't want you." So
1: you think you were the prodigal daughter? I certainly, <laughs> well,
0: yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. I have two other sisters. They have some things they have to go through. Yeah. Stuff,
1: well, you realize that in the story of the, the prodigal, prodigal child, the prodigal son, yeah. even the son that stayed at home had problems with the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so, but. But look at God. Mm-hmm. He did,
1: a, yeah. God is God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always look at that picture and I think that's that's what God was mm-hmm. when I turned my life around that day and I said, I, "I'm done, God. I choose you." It was like looking down that road and see God <laughs> running on the porch. Or no, running at you. me. Okay. This is my son.
0: See, for me, I turned my life over in the sty, and then as I walked down the road, I didn't yet see Daddy standing on the porch. I didn't know that he was there. He was there. I still couldn't sing. So that's why I had all these side roads, all these side places that I had to go through. Uh, so, but once I got to the top of the hill just as I was coming down the road, and then daddy ran up and grabbed me and put his arms around me and changed my life, then I never turned it back over. I never gave back the reins. I never, I'm now, uh, granted, there's a fight, so, but I never give back the reins. So,
1: 40 years. Mm-hmm. And we're standing at the uh, River Jordan. Mm-hmm. And there's the promised land mm-hmm. in front of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time we're like, let's go, God.
0: This time put your feet in the water.
1: <laughs> me and you, time. Yes, we're a majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do all things mm-hmm. through Christ, Christ who strengthens me. me. Let's go, God. Right. We got this. Mm-hmm. Those giants ain't so no giants right anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: standing in that right now. Yeah. I'm writing mm-hmm. a book, uh, a devotional Uh, for the Lord, he, he, uh, he, yeah, it's all part of the redemption Mm -hmm. piece. The devotional is a 52 week. Um, it's a meditation on God's word. He says, we look at the word, we get devotionals. They sit in the bathroom every day. We go and read it and we forget it before we get out of the bathroom. This is a 52 week uh, devotional. It's so that you can meditate on the word of God. He says, I need you to meditate on me so that you can get my word within into you where it belongs.
1: Ben and I were talking about that before you before you both showed up today. Mm-hmm. That uh, that the blood means absolutely nothing unless you do the application. You got to apply Put the it blood, on you. right? And it's just like paint; it does nothing
0: mm-hmm. in sitting in paint. a bucket mm-hmm.
1: unless you apply it. Mm-hmm. And the word has to be applied right you have to apply that and that's what this book Mm -hmm. is
0: about it's about applying the word of god to your life um there are things it it covers all kinds of things because it was written in my time of loss it was written in my deepest times of grief you would think that while i was molested and all those things would have been it took the passing of my daddy and two months later my sister before i could put before that book pulled up out of me before the the what god had could come to page for a pen to paper so that someone else could get the healing to get that but i i can't and i i always go back to thanking god because i've known about this book this book has been in me for a long time yeah i
1: think that he's told me to write one too but that's probably one of those things that i'm supposed to uh get off of my duff
0: that's it takes a duff getter up. It does. It does. Yeah. For me, yeah. it was using it was the word. It was what I needed to do.
1: Well, I, got, I got to be honest with you. You know, it's my life is really good these days. Mm-hmm. and It's it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, things are, 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 uh, are, are, you know, and but there's still hunger.
0: That's because you said it. It's comfortable. Yeah. If God wanted you comfortable, still a <laughs> he's got a pull for you. But, it's outside yeah. of that comfort area.
1: So I remember back in the days, it's like, you know, I heard God so clearly. And uh, I heard him every day. And I mean, I, I you know, and, and I, I, I asked a pastor friend of mine, why is that? You know, I, I all of a sudden I don't hear him as well as I used to. And he said, well, at one point Rory, you were here in your drug addiction and, and you wanted to get here. And so you were pressing in uh-huh. and, 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 and God was, was, uh, was honoring that, uh-huh. you know, and, and he was there and you were, you were hungry and, and he goes, now you're someplace in the middle
0: and we get comfortable. And the, I, I don't want that-
1: to be a, 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 a fence straddler. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be lukewarm. Mm -hmm. I don't
0: think you'll be lukewarm because you don't want to be. But I do believe that we have to sometimes find ourselves on the fence. Isn't that
1: one of the scariest things in the Bible? Mm -hmm. He says, uh,
0: be hot or cold. Hot or or cold. mm -hmm.
1: But since you're just lukewarm, I will spew you. you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
0: who wants to be spit out of the mouth of the Lord? Mm That is a horrible thought to be left out, to be put out, to be any of those thoughts. Get thee away from me. I not I did know all these you, things in your name, Lord. Mm-hmm.
1: Depart from you, for I never knew you. Oh, no. It's, we, we never had a personal relationship. You know, you did all of that stuff independent of me. Of, of, of me, me
0: right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. thing I'm loving because I know I have a relationship with the Father mm-hmm. now. I know that I can... that. Whereas I thought I was on the outside, and Daddy didn't want to hear from me, and I couldn't hear from him, mm-hmm. I now know that I can hear from him, and yep. I hear him and I hear him clearly, and I seek him
1: isn't it here's so I got to tell you in my life it it's what's really nice about my life is when I start to get comfortable again, that I have friends that go, "Hey, <laughs> you know what God told me to tell you <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> About to be a switch. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so yeah. I love that. I was but.
0: comfortable up until um, April the twelfth of last year. Up until that time, I still had my job. I had been working with my uh with Kaiser for twenty years. I had been with them. Wow. And um, so, my dad dies in November. My sister dies in January. I lose my job of twenty years in April. My mother goes totally incompetent, of in, in, uh, unable to take care of herself. So she's now fully bedridden. So a lot of things were going on at that time, but in the midst, God was still pulling it out. He says, "I'm going to use it, not not to bring you down, but to build you up." Yeah. And so I, I love it. I love it, even though it hurt. Oh, boy. So you hurt. didn't
1: dwell on the oh no.
0: Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I did for a minute, but mm-hmm. not long, not mm-hmm. long, because I used to dwell on the Oh, no, the Oh, no used to be what kept me. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I know that it's an Oh, yeah, because yeah. I've got Jesus, you know, that the Oh, no, is not to stop me. God is going to do something right. in this, he's going to open up a door, he's going to use this, he's going to use whatever I've gone through, he's going to use the death of my family of my family members. Not only did I lose them, we lost 15 people in the span of a six month time. Wow. and so there was a lot going on at that time but god says i'm going to keep your mind in the midst of this because you keep your mind stayed on me i'm going to keep you in perfect peace so he, he he used his word i in this time have seen his word come to life in me in more ways than i could ever imagine that he has said it he has done it he's kept every promise that he said he was going to do including allowing me this platform here today rory it's been this awesome. is this is something that i have i've i've Longed for to come and talk to somebody about the goodness of God to tell them what He can do and how He can keep your mind even after you've been through all the. Well, things. I'm glad
1: we met, yeah. and that's what this platform's all about mm-hmm. is being able to. Uh, so here, the reason that I wanted you here today is there's a lot of people out there that think they're the only one. Mm. You know, I, 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 you know, they're embarrassed about the stuff that they went through. Look, I think that we go through these things. It's not for you and it's not for me it's It's for for somebody else somebody else but if we keep that locked up inside of us then it 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 stagnates and it dies right god says that living waters shall flow from 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 us from within right and living waters is what we give back and what we help other people Mm -hmm. you're not the only one Mm -hmm. we've been there we know your pain but there's a God out there that will meet you yes. where you need him to meet you. Mm-hmm. And if that's in the hole. In if the it's hall,
0: in sickness. In prison. In home, if it's in the prison. If it's on your deathbed. He's he'll, there. He'll, he's there. Mm-hmm. He says if, he makes his, if you make your bed in hell or if you rise up to heaven, I'm there with you. And he's right. If you look back over it, because I've been in the places of hell, and he was there. And now he's with me as I walk through these places of heavenly ground. And I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And, and the living water that flows, it flows through the filter of Jesus. Because that water first went in, it was muddy. It, you know, <laughs> it was muddy. It rolled over the dust that is us. Uh-huh. But then Jesus came in, and he took and he filtered that water as a filtration system, and now it flows living water. And what we're mm. doing is the living residuals of that water that now feeds and waters the ground, and people are getting up. They're knowing you're not alone. I wasn't by myself when I was molested. And so
1: here's something else, Donna. I think that people... People, people need to be more um transparent.
0: Yes. You you yes. can't
1: keep that locked up. You
0: can't. You can't get out from the because you hide it behind. Yeah. People who are hiding those things never get freed.
1: Well, yeah. they don't, mm-hmm. because you're still in a prison. You're imprisoned in that thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not happening today, mm-hmm. but but that's not freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom is 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 I'm able to talk about it because it doesn't bind me anymore.
0: Right. But I mean, that's the thing we're in prison behind it and what binds us is the fact that we don't want people to think about us differently. We don't want people to hate on us. We, we don't want people
1: I I because I'm the only one.
0: But we're not then that's what we well, don't what know I mean. you know yeah. and that's why it, this kind of pa- platform allows mm-hmm. people to hear mm-hmm. you're not the only one that went through that and god can keep you he doesn't turn his back so, so i had too i
1: had no idea any any of your testimony except that about the drugs right. so i uh you know i, I i'm glad that you came and talked about that mm-hmm. today I'm, i am too and I, I'm, I'm, glad blessed. I
0: don't, I, I'm not i'm not ashamed of god i'm yeah. not ashamed of what he has done in my life and a lot of people say oh you shouldn't say that or you shouldn't tell people that or you're not well no why I, not i give honor to the man to the god that sir that saved my life you know what uh, changed my life I, healed my I life tell
1: people like that Have you read the bible <laughs> <laughs> you know david was an adulterer you right know? And, and 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 god still calls him a man after my own heart mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. but 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 he he repented you know um
0: yeah. And that's what we did. In
1: the Bible. There's
0: a bunch of people in the Bible. Look, we're we're
1: the people from the from the from people the, from the wayside, though. from the
0: highways. People need to see us. They need to know that though the Bible tells us of the stories of Abraham, and even though he lied and did what he did or David, and though he was a <clears> cheater <throat> and a murderer and those things that he did, God need, God wants us to tell our stories mm-hmm. because we are the eyes that the people what people see. Well it's now. just the
1: book of Acts never stopped.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're still living it. Mm-hmm we're part of that book of acts okay what we've the gone through the church piece
0: of yep. it, the oh, coming yeah. up the opening up and the allowing the church part to come out mm-hmm. yes ma'am mm-hmm. and the church within us
1: i mean i mean think about it we're we're still we're still writing the book of acts mm-hmm. that part of the bible it says that if they talked about all the stuff that that, that there wouldn't be enough it's not books enough room to contain it's not, it. right right and, and they're talking about this today mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. So, I, I I just really appreciate you coming, Donor.
0: I appreciate you yeah, asking, Roy. This is going to be great. Uh, yeah, I think this be. am looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. So.
0: When you get everything taken care of, let me know. I want to put it on all the platforms, you know, because oh, I course. Facebook, YouTube, and and Twitter now. I'm actually on Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tweeted, really, but I know how to Twitter or whatever. <laughs> we'll
1: definitely be in touch, and I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, And okay. uh, through, through myself or Courtney, one of
0: us. So. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So. Well, I'm so very blessed to have been here, and thank you for allowing me to come and share my story, my testimony, what God has done for me and um, I look forward to whatever God has for us because there are so many more who need to hear this be on this platform. Amen. So.
1: so I'm just blessed. Thank you for... Uh,
0: I have one person, though, that I would really love for you to meet. Let's do it. Um, her name is Anquanisha Norris. She's a young lady that was shot three times oh. um, in the neck, in the chest, and in the stomach, Her husband, her ex-husband, and then he took his own life. But this woman of God tells the story of how God saved her. Um, she was shot with hollow point bullets, should have, wow. out, should have died on her floor um, in front of her children. And uh, God didn't, not one piece of, not one drop of blood. Let's, let's work on that. Let, no, seriously, let's have let's her work story on come it, so. out Because this is a powerful story of how God can heal, how God can protect, how God takes care. Even though you're not sure that you're connected to him, he's got you. When he says he's got his hands on your shoulder, he's got his hands on your shoulder. Let's do it. And you've got a calling, he's going to make sure that you get to it. This is this here is part of a a, a giant blessing to me because God told me he'd open up a platform for me to give it. So
1: that's, uh, so Courtney told me that. And then, uh, like two days later, I asked you, you to be called, on this. Uh, yeah.
0: Courtney <laughs> called me within uh, moments of the time. I made that prayer on a Monday or God's a Wednesday. God's never late, is he? He's right on All, time. Always. He's right on time. Um, I was so shocked when I got the call. I was like, uh, Jesus, I just said, that I'll go anywhere <laughs> where, you know, <laughs> and then the call came. And so that's why I gave <laughs> my good. yes that's right good, away. That's good, Donna.
1: That's good. Well, this has been, uh, keeping it real with Rory. Um, I don't know what uh, what uh, uh, number this is. I think that uh, we, we should work on that. So this has been keeping it real with Rory. Uh, stay tuned uh, for uh, next time. So I don't even know what to say. Go ahead. That was Dan. great.
0: Yeah? I think that was great. <laughs> yeah. this been is, keeping it real with Rory. This is keeping it real with Thank Rory. Thank you, <laughs> and our minister Donna King. Donna Knight, however you want to look for me. You can find me Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 8.30 a.m., Mountain Standard, on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitter. And we just come to keep it real and let you know that you're not alone. We came to let you know that God is with you, and we're walking it out and praying for you. Y'all have a good day. God bless you. Amen.